Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Weather Insider brought to you by Quip, one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. Quip has a built-in two-minute timer that pulses every 30 seconds to remind you to switch sides, sonic vibrations for healthier gums, and a multi-use cover for brushing on the go. Go to getquip.com slash weather. This is Weather Insider for Tuesday, January 21st. We are at episode 232, meteorologist Bernie Reno. Once again, I have meteorologist Brett Anderson with me. And uh, Brett, we have an interesting weather pattern uh, taking shape. While we are going to have a, a weak storm coming out into the plains on Wednesday. It's not a big deal. There's going to be some snow. Yeah. But we, we've already had a, a pretty strong shortwave energy come into the British, uh, in the British Columbia here uh, Tuesday evening. That is going to be dropping south, and this is going to set the stage for our late-week storm from the Midwest toward the Northeast beginning Thursday afternoon and then into the weekend into the Northeast. Right. Well, let's break down the north, uh, the north central United States first. Now, as I mentioned, Thursday morning, Wednesday, Thursday morning, there's going to be light precipitation anywhere from the Southern Plains all the way toward the upper Midwest. And in fact, Thursday morning, there may be some light snow falling across uh, parts of the upper Midwest and the Plains from Michigan, Wisconsin, into Iowa. But that energy that I spoke of uh, pushing across British Columbia here on Tuesday night, drops south and east, it strengthens, and then we form a storm by about Thursday afternoon right near the Kansas City area. Yeah, by the Kansas City area, and that's going to result in some steadier snow uh, breaking out across uh, northeastern Kansas up to Missouri, and then spreading into uh, Illinois, Wisconsin. Uh, we are outlining an area of uh, over three inches of snow, yeah. uh, from especially from northern Missouri up through southern Wisconsin, north and west of Chicago area. But again, enough snow where this could certainly cause some uh, travel disruptions uh, across the area. Again, mainly uh, Thursday into the Friday time period. The real question mark with this forecast is the formation of our upper level O, which will be around the Kansas City area. And then that upper low is going to, because it's closed off in the atmosphere, it's going to be a slow mover. It appears as though it's going to take a track right near I-70 or to the northeast. The problem with storms like this when they're closed off and they're slow, oftentimes you can get 10, 11, 12 inches of snow. Now, there's not a lot of cold air with this storm. It's going to be, or preceding the storm, it's going to generate its own cold air but that's going to be the tricky part of the forecast why we're highlighting the area of three to six just north of kansas city as you mentioned toward milwaukee toward madison toward green bay that is certainly not set in stone and i i think you could certainly see the possibility that that could get shifted a little farther to the south including chicago including detroit and this storm really gets going late Thursday into Friday. Yeah, it certainly does. Late Thursday, Friday. That's when our best snow is going to be falling with this particular system. 
Uh, again, then it's going to be rotating eastward, and that's what we call a bowling ball. Yeah. And what that means, it's just a close, um, imagine yeah. a bowling ball. Well, that's a closed off upper level O. That's what it looks like. Yeah. That continues to move east as we move into Friday night and Saturday. And, and, and then what um, we, we add to the northeast that there's, well, it's going to warm up here Thursday and Friday. Yeah. There's going to be an injection, a fresh injection of not Arctic air. No. But somewhat dry. colder and drier dry. air that'll be pushing from north to south across New England, and it's going to try to get into the mid-Atlantic states. What I mean by that, about across Pennsylvania and New Jersey, as we get into Friday night, in the Saturday preceding this storm, then you bring this upper level low east right along I seventy. And as that starts coming into Pennsylvania, while there may be a little bit of rain to start. It's going to start changing over to the snow. Yeah, or yeah, mixing over evaporative cooling because mm-hmm. the air mass is so dry, so the temperature is going to fall, and so it's going to start changing over. Uh, biggest concern with this, a lot of areas, as you said, start out as rain, rain, wet snow, and then it transitions over to snow as the upper low starts coming across, and the whole column starts to turn colder. And that, I'll tell you right now, Looks like the Appalachians, yes. northern West Virginia, right through Pennsylvania into upstate New York, central northern New England. That's the area where we could see some spots over six inches. These of snow. these upper level lows are notorious for do- producing these these bands of snow. They might be pretty small, but some I would not be surprised if someone gets a foot out of this. I think it's mostly higher elevation, higher but I don't want to make it seem like this is only an no. elevational storm. No, but this is going to be, that's where our best snow right. is going to be. It's going to snow lower elevations. I'm pretty con- yeah. convinced of that. Maybe not right at the coast, but again, temperature is going to be like 35, this 36, does a- so it's going to be melting a lot when it's coming down. This does there. appear like an I-95, at least from New York City on south, this is rain. Boston can get a little trickier at at some point in New England, depending on where Where this upper low tracks. And and really, my concern is for New England because the old forecast rule of thumb, when I look at the projected surface map, I know we're talking upper levels. I'm going to inject something else now. I know in the sur- uh, we're going to the surface levels, but when you look at the projected surface map on Saturday, I see a high-pressure system at about 1036 millibars. That's a pretty strong high up across Quebec. That's what's funneling the cold air down, and then you have a low underneath that or off to the south. That is the recipe for a snowstorm in the northeast. Now, the thing we're missing is lots of cold air preceding this storm. The air is cold enough, but right now we're thinking the New York State Thruway down toward Interstate 80, maybe the Pennsylvania-Maryland border, that's the area where you may start off with rain, but you're going to snow. Mm -hmm. I think once you get across New York State on north, this is either a snow or Or no, no, right? It either (laughs) snows or... Or it misses you off to the south and east. Exactly. So The one thing I don't see also, Brett, is that the surface storm doesn't appear to be all that strong with this because the the, the surface storm isn't one of those storms that's going to be bombing out. That strengthens rapidly. because the storm is already closed off earlier. So it's just kind of a bowling ball running through. So the storm is going to strike a little bit off the coast, but not explosive development. But the problem with these upper lows... They can produce a, a heavy precipitation. They produce their own cold air, oftentimes on the northern side of the storm. And, and here's the other key, slow, slow moving. moving. So Sunday, yeah. we still could have problems, especially north of New York City up into the New England area. So this does have the potential of being a significant snowstorm 
uh, across parts of the Midwest, I think right along I-70 from Kansas City, perhaps up towards Chicago. And then I have, you have to worry about this across northern parts of Indiana and Ohio. Yeah. Friday night narrow and Saturday, area, a narrow. narrow area. And then this, the precipitation yeah. picks up in the northeast as you start throwing Atlantic moisture. We'll north. know more yeah. about where that narrow area is going to be. Right now it's a little early yet, but uh, there's going to be a narrow area of some decent snow. I've so said. if you're a little confused by what we just said, don't worry. Because we don't have the answers either. But I do think I do think at this point, as far as having the exact answers, you have to pay attention to this. Detroit, Kansas City, Des Moines, Chicago, probably north of Indianapolis and Columbus. But I'd also worry about Cleveland and then in the northeast, anywhere across Pennsylvania on north and north and west of the I-95 corridor. You have to be prepared for some snow as we go through this weekend. That's right. All right. Stay with us. We'll have hopefully some more answers, uh, actually more answers, less questions as we go through uh, this week, including Wednesday. Stay with us. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.